Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I think I have everything that I need. I don't know if I need the homeless, the hobo book right now. I don't have a pen, so uh, no, no thinking on the fly. You, you, you don't have a pen. You always gotta have a pen. I know. I feel like it's. I feel like I'm sitting on it, or it's right in front of me. But, but that's okay. We're gonna. Oh we're, well. we're gonna. Um, we're gonna. We're gonna get ready to do this, and uh, I think we're ready. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I I'm Sean, and uh, with always John right here. How's and, it going, everybody? Hey, hey, hey. And then, John, where are we? You are with Amongst Friends right now, ladies and gentlemen, listening to, uh, I believe we're on currently episode number four or number five. Think number, think number five. five. Yeah, oh, my dude, God. We have five hand. episodes. A whole Listen, fucking hand, man. You know what, man? If you put it all on one hand, you got five. We're on episode number five. And you know what, guys? We've been talking about a lot of different things lately, a lot of personal things, a lot of things that could actually upset us or be a little bit of a bummer. But you know what? Sometimes the hardest things are going through allow us to open up and to begin to talk about more positive things, things that allow us to grow, things that allow us to move on, things that allow us to forgive. Yes, yes, forgiveness. You know, the willingness to, 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 let, to let go of what I feel is me, for me personally, a lot of uh, resentment and burdens, which mm-hmm. I carry with me. And I do think this is a beautiful topic to, to go into today, because if, if anyone's been listening or John, just for you and me, what yeah. we've been talking about prior to this, I think this is a great conclusion to this little five-part series. And just to tie back into what we said about the hand, what are the five fingers united? Fist. Fist, man. Yeah, a we fist of fury. Fist no, is more powerful than right. any one of those fingers. So, right, that's true. So when you're amongst friends, oh, you got power. You're stronger, baby. That's right. Oh, I like that. Did you just come <laughs> up with that? I think I did. Damn, dude, that was really clever. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write that down. Oh, I can't. You should write that down. Oh, oh, oh right now. I'm gonna write. If, if you say it again later, I'll, I promise I'll write it down. Okay. <laughs> That's so, something uh, about the five fingers make a fist <laughs> making a fist and you're more powerful we'll get to Maybe. that yeah but john what how can you what's forgiveness mean to you can you let me can you in your words what's forgiveness forgiveness in a lot of ways for me is the 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 the, the starting point of change you know when i start to like forgive um myself or if i uh, like am trying to like apologize 
these are like the starting parts of like my way isn't working and I need somebody to show me or find a new way to uh, to think because obviously what I've been doing has not worked to that point <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. like if I'm apologizing or if like I'm trying to forgive somebody in either one of those two circumstances let's talk about like the part about forgiving in terms of that in general because like you hear somebody say, I will never forgive that person. I will never drop that rock. And what are you supposed to do? Like, you know, like if you continue to hold on to that rock for like, you know, past two, let's say it's trauma, like trauma in that sense. Like, let's say that's your anchor is the trauma of something in the past. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can't move on from it without at least letting go of it. So to me, you know, uh, I would say that forgiveness is the beginning stages of change. Fucking A, man. Fucking A. And if you're not willing to forgive, I don't think forgiveness mm -hmm. is going to happen. You have to. I think uh, willingness is is a definitely a huge part of that process. Yeah. You know, how can you how can you be willing to uh, forgive? I mean, how, how how are you able to forgive without that sense of humility well, yes. or willingness to do so in, in america we have this beautiful concept of fake it till you make it and Ooh. that works for i think a lot of good scenarios especially working in restaurants i'm putting that fucking smile on and i'm gonna push through this fucking day mm -hmm. and it, you know at the end of the day i will feel like I, I had a good shift and my, my money will show it and you know that's that's a good time when fake it till you make it comes in now for forgiveness there's there's no how-to guide i think but um, i don't think there is either i think there's so many different ways in terms of how somebody can do that process and every way is in itself unique or um not right I, I i don't i don't think there's a right word for it like it's not like it's a cookie cutter like way of doing it yeah it's like grieving uh it looks different for everyone you know, I, I, I grew up in a, in a funeral home and the grieving process for every, for, it's different for everybody. I've seen people get angry. I think people get happy. People mm. drop all their emotions. Some people are like hyper aware, you know, I, and I think forgiveness is the same thing. It's not just one, you know, one color or, a, you know, a cookie cutter size. It's, it's definitely, again, what it means to you and you going through the steps you know, again, and the steps can be, I think, different for everybody. I think we're going to go over a couple yeah. steps, actually. Um, I think so. But yeah, uh, so w w for me, researching this topic, uh, I, and I want to throw this out here, um, going to YouTube might not be the best option if you're looking for any topics in forgiveness. and Because this is going to go two ways. Um, one way, you're going to go to someone who's kind of um, like, like a, a fake kind of guru or I don't, like a, a motivational speaker who's looking to sell you something, not to help you. And then there's the other kind of rabbit hole where religion and, and, and ideology can kind of get, get thrown in there, which is more, I think, on the cult kind of spectrum. There's a lot of good things that religion, that, that will, a religious, you know, religion or such a Christianity and stuff that, that can teach you about forgiveness. But um, going on YouTube, John, so Whoa. you did this right you yeah, like you went I, on I you did the some, youtube rabbit hole i found some so what videos. did you find i, I don't want to name drop really i mean just give me some examples as to like things that well yeah uh, like those uh those really big mega churches um, oh my goodness yeah usually in the south mm -hmm. uh, for example they think 
that you can buy your way into forgiveness. Um, they ask for what is that? Lot. How much do you have to pay for forgiveness in, the, in those? Well, in the one those video scenarios. I saw was a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars? Yes. If you donate a thousand dollars to the church, God will send you the power to forgive, the power to love. Stop. They didn't say Dude, that. I'll show. I'll share the video with you later. But okay. I don't, don't want to. Right. No names. We're not. We're not. We're not doing the. But like you know, in terms of these things, do you feel like even if you did pay, let's say like you, even if somebody paid the thousand dollars, right? Like I paid the thousand dollars. Me personally, I don't think that it's gonna make a difference in terms of that, because like I, I th honestly, I think I would just feel bad about losing the thousand dollars instead of being actually remorseful or like sincere about my forgiveness. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a quick high. It's a quick high. That's what it is. You feel good in the moment for a decision you made that in the later down the road can hurt you. And again, I'm not saying that all religions are bad. I, I do think oh. it's a beautiful part of spirituality that I, you can find in Christianity, Judaism, Islam, and the, the, the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monsters yeah. is what I found today. Um, That's cool. Even, Get biblical uh, with it. Dude, it, and I, I even found some, uh, some cool stuff about uh, the Church of... Uh, uh, Satan. They had they had oh. some some good tips on how to let go, and that and that goes for. Uh, I, I didn't want to go into the church of Satan too much, but right, right. Uh, no, I understand. There's some. There's actually you know you can you take uh you take what you want from everything, instead mm -hmm. of just taking one doctrine and then running to the hills with it. Now, if that's your thing and you're happy and it's working for you, you know by all means keep doing yeah, it. Yeah, keep doing um, it. But I do I do see the the. The polar. I do see how it's it's white and black. Um, you know, sometimes it's you know if if you know especially with religion, they preach forgiveness, but in reality they don't believe that, and they they, you know, they look for more, uh, you know, self gratifying events. Um, vengeance is one. Ooh, uh, wait, found, why is vengeance one? I found a couple of now. I, I've been watching a couple other videos too, where um, people are like trying to get back at other people by, for example, by forgiving they, them. That sounds no, like an oxymoron, though. No, no, not by forgiving them, by the act of not forgiving. Uh, there's a YouTube oh. channel that I watched, and uh, you know, I, without dropping names again, um, this person put an object on their front porch and was baiting people to come in and steal it, and. The, the, the object that the person stole was tracked with a bunch of phones. It had a, a glitter bomb in it. it I, I saw that. I, I saw that as yeah. well. The glitter bomb thing. Dude, yeah. Dude, uh, I went through the comments and it was, I mean, not that YouTube comments mean anything, but sometimes I do see a, a cool support in a, in a cool, you know, community that, that, that leaves helpful comments. Dude, mm -hmm. the comments on these on this particular video were people that were that, that had packages stolen from them in the past and they were like relentless with like how to hurt people and how to how to get back at them and you know the people stealing the packages are, are the worst scum in the world and that you know it's material shit that they're stealing and i know it sucks i've had shit stolen yeah i had i've had tons of packages gone but missing somehow but trying to get vengeance or baiting people to get vengeance, I think is the craziest fucking thing that you can do. And the fever that everyone, everyone's on the same page now. You're right. Fuck that person. You're right. Let's, let's go to their house and fucking bomb them. And we're like, egg them or burn them down. Dude. It, I mean, and not that to mention most people, it's, you know, it, the, the, the video kind of 
points out the flaws of what, what this guy's doing by the kind of people that are picking up the packages are certain right. kind of or certain kinds of groups in this world. And dude, it'd be so much easier to be like, hey, I know you stole my package. I forgive you. And that's it, you know? Maybe stop having shit delivered to your house. I don't know. But I mean, just go pick, pick it up or, or, trying or, or stop using easy, Amazon. Trying to, yeah, stop using Amazon, people. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Whoa, hey, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> we weren't supposed to get, we weren't supposed to go that direction yet. No, but, um, and this, this will continue over to another uh, thing. I watched a documentary. I told this about uh, you uh, last week, John. Where, yeah, lay it on me. Where someone's family got killed. Um, his two daughters and his wife got uh, uh, raped and killed by two struggling fucking uh, people. And the community that this family was from was so quick and easy to want to kill these two guys. Now they did, mm. they did, they did a horrific fucking crime and it should not, that should not be, you know, forgotten. But I think people able, I think if, if the community came together to forgive and move on and educate, I think the community would have been better off because now everyone's angry they they want the death penalty. They're not solving any of the any of, of of what happened to them, and they're finding someone else to put that blame on, and then kill them for it. Right. Um, I think the death penalty, and I'm gonna go off my my own personal. Yeah. No. Go ahead, because I, I I have opinions about that as well. Um. I don't. I don't. I don't. I me personally, I don't think it matters what you did. I don't think anyone else has the right to control whether you live or die. Um. Mm. And and the jails in this country are already the worst jails in in yeah in you know, all world and one of the worst jails. I mean, like we're not talking like third world country, you know, gulag kind of thing. Yeah, that's a that's a gulag kind of thing. <laughs> but, but you know, it's still kind of shitty to go to jail. You know, it, yeah, it's I've been not. In jail. It, yeah, thank you. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, you know, it's. But seriously, it's not fun. Like, you know, like you, the ability to not have like control of like when you turn off or on a light is one thing like, in jail, right? And that really sucks. But to have somebody have the, the, the ultimate life and death switch, it's, it's, just, it's just too much. I agree no with that growth, totally. There's no growth that can come from that except mm. petty vengeance. And what do you think about like, in, like if you think about, other prisons in the world or other types of like I want to call it judiciary but I'm not sure if that's the right word uh, yeah, they, they hold they do the, the whole sentencing you know, the judiciary it, branch it, you know, <laughs> you, know the, you know that Jewy decimal system you know what I mean <laughs> I'm just kidding you know what, what have you seen other prisons around the world? Like, is there yeah. one that like? I've I watched, think that there's like one that, um, in like Sweden. Or yeah, Sweden. yeah, I think it's Norway or Sweden. Um, yeah, it's that's up there. They focus a hundred percent on rehabilitation, rehabilitation, not punishment, and mm -hmm. it's showing. You know, it, it, can't, it doesn't work for everybody, but it's showing really good, promising results, and people are going back into society, um, and and they're not they're not relapsing with with the horrible murders that they do or, or stealing, you know, if you can solve the issues of what is a person is struggling with, I really do think you can, you can incite change for the better. Right. Uh, Canada's and really think, that too. Um, Canada. Oh, really? Yeah. Canada uh, puts mental health 
really into the spectrum of of what of why of why you committed the crime, not because you committed the crime. Let's punish you. And um, people have have killed people and gotten like eight years and been able to integrate back into society. And you know, I, I do think you know people need to be held responsible and accountable of their decisions. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I will take full responsibility of the stupid decisions I made as a child. And every time I was arrested, I probably deserved it. But um, if, it's, if it's society can get behind rehabilitation, uh, I think they will prosper in the future tenfold than just being vengeance. And that, that it all comes from forgiveness. And right, exactly. Not just saying, hey, I forgive you but to yourself, letting yourself actually forgive the person. I watched an awesome TED talk uh, by Sarah Montana. And again, her family, her brother and and mother were killed by a 17 year old. And the battle that she went through of self-actualization and forgiveness, dude, I, I, you know, my, my, my hand, my shoulder hurts, but I left clapping that fucking, that, that talk. She's wow. proof. She is proof that forgiveness can make you feel and act so much better. Right. Um, and I, I think it's, it, it boils down to like, you know, what is considered my will in this situation versus what is considered just living on life terms or just being part of the process. And it's so hard for us to not put our, 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 our opinion down on the line when it comes to these things, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that has to do with um, uh, pride. Uh, I think it also has to do with fear. Ego, and, and yeah, pride, ego. Ego, yeah. And once you start to have this concept of forgiveness in your life, you, 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 you start to really realize that it doesn't really have to be my way in this. Like, do you, do you understand what I'm saying? No, I totally understand because your way is not letting go and trying yeah, to not letting go and then being and stuck in my own snowballs. still behaviors. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it becomes a, it becomes a much bigger problem down the road and people, people deal with these problems by, you know, self-medicating, getting angry, um, mm-hmm. you know, holding in. It's like, it's like what I said earlier. It's like holding a, it's like a bag of burden that you carry with you up a mountain. It, right. You know, let go of the bag, dude. Like you don't well, have to carry. Speaking, you know. It's speaking speaking in that regard um, uh, uh, about like self medication, um, and we were talking about prisons and things like that. You know, I see a lot of people like uh, uh, how we how we handle like people in that are like addicts, right? Yes. In, in the states, comparatively to like let's say Vancouver, and where they have like facilities that allow them to shoot up let's say yeah, like yeah like, yeah, like a, a drug you, you know what i'm talking house. about like and i thought that was so merciful to a population that really needs a little bit of mercy every now and then you know mm-hmm. and allowing people i i think once you start showing people the act of being forgiven or forgiving it's contagious. And, you know, you see it in lines at Starbucks, you know, oh, this guy, the guy in front of me paid for my Starbucks coffee, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and how good that makes you feel to have that 
you know feeling and as you said before sean it is contagious i want to pay for the next guy's coffee i want that guy to you know locomotive me and like (laughs) carry on the 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 good the good vibe train and that's a powerful feeling that's a powerful motive to um focus on instead of some of the things that we've been feeling uh throughout 2020 and I think everybody has their own way of describing their 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 2020 and how it made them feel, um, you know. And I, I think it's I think it's important to understand that forgiveness requires um, being able to also forgive yourself. And yes. um, I I don't know if we really talked about that. I'm sure we've talked about it a lot through some of our other sessions, but like the act of forgiving yourself is the only way in which you can start to do that for others. No, no, definitely, definitely zero. I think you have to forgive yourself first because we're we're going to be self-critical the most to ourselves. Exactly. um, I'm my I'm my own worst critic and my own worst enemy. No, seriously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And knowing that, um, I I know how it makes me feel. And how it makes me act towards other people. And so, you know, knowing that knowledge, when someone is, a, you know, completely rude, you know, at Starbucks, you know, the person in front of me, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm standing too close to them or whatever. Or they're talking too loud. Yeah. Um, and that person is, is, you can see the body language that they're angry, that they're not happy. Um, this is somebody who is probably suffering from not being able to let go and forgive. Uh, because like every other video we talked about, um, all these things are connected. Your mind is, you know, it's, 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 it's all there and you can seriously, just with this power, you can, you can, it's just the power of letting go. You will, it will change your entire attitude towards everyone else. Even people that are angry at you and in your face at you, like as a server, someone forgot to get their muffin or whatever. And they would get really angry at me. Because, and my muffin so bad. Dude, and I wasn't in the right headspace. I would get angry back. And it's mm-hmm. like, whoa, 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 whoa. This person obviously has something going on. They don't mean to be mean to me. You know, they're already hurting. They're already hurting themselves most mm-hmm. likely. So I have, you know, especially as a server bartender, you know, you, you should be able to forgive on the spot of somebody who is completely rude to you and knows that they have a power over you for that almighty dollar. Right. So, and I think it's also important to remember that people are going to be people. They're always going to be somebody that has like you know, opinions are like assholes. Everybody's going to have, <laughs> and they you know, and they think sometimes they really do. So like, I think it's important to also remember um, sometimes people will ultimately put how they're feeling and project it as to how they're acting towards you. You know what I mean? Definitely. And I call that the smoky mirror. You know, this 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 yeah. certain realization that, you know, if you're angry about something, it's usually angry about yourself or angry about how I acted in that in that position. Yeah. And dude, that goes for when I well, I've, I've already mentioned before, when I, whenever I smoke weed, uh, I get into these weird head spaces where it's like Mm-hmm. Oh man, what the fuck? And a lot of that. I got in a uh, really weird one. Yeah, I don't know if I told you this or not, but I, uh, I, uh, I, I just literally felt like I stepped into 
the matrix and i was being unplugged yeah, from you, it. you did tell <laughs> and, me and i was i was straight up losing it yeah uh and, and i, I thought people could hear my thoughts i i thought that um i i had to take a I had to throw up in the in the toilet in order to get flushed down the toilet. I like this crazy those socks for clocks. I couldn't keep it together. No, seriously. And uh, like, you know, I think that's the weed telling me, "Hey, Sean, you got stuff you need to work on. This is going to hurt you either mm-hmm. now or it's going to hurt you later." So I think it's yep. the weed trying to tell me, you know, yeah, you got to work on these things, and you can enjoy me after you work on yourself. So it's going to take True. some time, but I, I know I'll be able to smoke weed probably later this year again. And I'm looking yeah. forward to it because it's going to be a fun night, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. You know what, though? And more power to you to realize, like, you know, sometimes I need a little break from, from that in order to, like, you know, put myself in a better position. It's either you wreck yourself or you check yourself. And it certainly like you, you checked yourself out pretty good. No, it, it's, you know? it's, it's true. So, like, so here, I want to ask. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. No, no, no. Ask, ask away. I, I want to ask, like, in, in terms of this, Sean, like, how have you worked on forgiveness these past couple of days as you realized, like, this was going to be our topic? Because I, I don't know if anybody realized this from our uh, shows that we talked last time. Uh, we w- Once we end the show on Sunday night, we then collaborate with one another and kind of talk about what our next topic is going to be throughout the week, and we start that on Monday. So, Sean, since Monday... How have you been practicing forgiveness in your life? Um, per, I was going to go right into that, actually. So oh, shit. I, so that, I beat you to it? I'm happy you said and, that. because and, 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 and this uh, this is why we do a podcast together, you see? Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, so, for, I mean, for the past, I, I've, been, I've been already playing with this, this idea for a couple months now um, because I know letting go and, and you know, let go like God uh, it definitely makes transitions and new things so much easier because I don't have to control all the little details. But mm-hmm. to put to so for for right now, actually, um, me and my partner um, have have kind of been you know especially since moving up here to New York, um, we, we've we've had a more bumpy experience than anything in the past, and it's because I'm still holding on to little things that you know, has happened that have affected me in the past. And I haven't been able, I haven't forgiven those transgressions or those acts from happening. So without getting into too much, you know, personal details. Yeah, yet, we, we don't have to get into personal details in terms um, of that, just but, the application. But I was able to, to sit down and we were able to talk face to face. And I was able to say, you know, sincerely that I was sorry for, for my attitude and the way I acted. And then I kind of finished it with like, and I forgive you for your attitude and the way you acted. And I wish I had the, the, the text in front of me. Yeah. Uh, that we had a, I, you know, because after after we, she, she ended up going to work and we ended up, I ended up uh, texting her this beautiful paragraph, which I have, I have more stories for later. Um, and, you know, I don't blame them for anything that happened. I, 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 I used to, I used to like, and there'd be trust issues and there'd be like, mm. when I wouldn't, when I wouldn't get respond back or when the, when, you know, they wouldn't pick up the phone. Oh my I, God. I know that yeah, feeling. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, yeah, but, no, but seriously, like my mind, no, 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 going, my mind starts going like three places. Oh my God. They were, they were killed, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're having sex somewhere. You know, mm-hmm. mind you, I, I've never been cheated on with this person ever. 
and this is where right. my mind goes because there was an issue later in mean, this past year where a lying happened and i'm you know i'm not the honest i'm not the most honest person either which is you know great for our, our honesty episode that we had yeah um, but we we've been we've been talking about that and we've been working on those things a little yes, bit yes and you know by me being as honest as i can be that makes me feel better that they are being as honest as they can be mm-hmm. and, uh you know being able to tell you know tell them that i actually forgave them sincerely and i know it doesn't change what happened and i'm not saying it's all okay that it happened but i'm saying i understand the struggle that they went through and why it happened and yeah. how we can never let that i mean and how we can work to not let that happen again i'm not going to say never it was perfect but me being able to do that it's been like oh dude like now when the phone's not when i don't get texts or the phone doesn't get picked up or it's been a day and i haven't seen anybody i don't go into that angry isolated mindset anymore where i try and get even the passive aggressive sean is slowly going away and mm. it's because i was able to forgive the person that i'm with all the time right and, I, and of course I, that's difficult to do that of course it's hard to yeah. like say hey listen i'm really sorry for being this way especially during these hard times uh it hurts to do that it hurts to be wrong in a lot of those scenarios um i i had a similar incident with yeah uh, my partner uh and you know we've been teaching her how to drive recently and um how scary that is for me as like an anxious person <laughs> in my car and how nervous I get. Like, I'm just, and she's a good driver. Let me just start by saying like, she's really been like practicing uh, and, and doing really well with that. It, and she does like, you know, she does like the, like the little jerk sometimes, like, like, like that yeah. on like a bridge. And I, and I, I, I get a little nervous to say the least, but uh, we were pulling into like a, gra- uh, a a parking spot and she got a little too close to the car. I'm like, just be careful of that car. And, I'm like, <laughs> and, and um, one of the things that like, I don't want to do is come off as angry. Yes. Yes. You know, because that could be a trigger for somebody. It's yeah. like somebody having like aggression towards them. You know, and I, I, I try to be conscientious, but like sometimes it's second nature and being able to say, yeah, like, um, you know, I'm sorry for like, like behaving like that or yeah, in, in, in those scenarios goes a really long way instead of just like fighting it out or making something as minuscule as like a mistake you know i jerk the wheel all the time but like i probably don't even notice how many times i jerk the wheel on on the road or like trying to park close to a car you know what i mean and sometimes it it fights against like this concept of me being right versus them being right do you know what i mean i totally fucking know what you mean it's it's like a mind battle if you will and instead of just instead of fighting it out tooth and nail with that individual forgiving them allows them me to just honestly move on yeah Mm -hmm. and like and that's like the best part about being able to forgive and having forgiveness in general is the the ability to continue on on your on your day you know um so 
what was I going to say? You know, I, that believe it or not, like when I talked about moving on, that was actually part of this like 15 list step that, you know, that I found. Oh yeah, here, go, go through. You want to go through a couple? So like step one was that move on and on to the next act. Um, uh, you passed your history. All of your hurts are no longer here in your physical reality. Don't allow them to be in your mind. Um, muddying your present moments, you know? And I think about that too. Like we have a hard concept of being stuck in like either past or future, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I feel so terrified of the future. I feel so awful about my past. And it's so hard not to focus on what's really here and what's really going on in the present. You know, I got one foot in the past, one foot in the future, and I'm pissing all over today. You know, uh, number two is connecting, re- reconnecting to spirit, make an agreement with yourself to always stay connected to uh, uh, the spiritual side of things even when it seems like it's the most difficult thing to do. Yes. Argue with that. I mean, yes. sometimes it's hard to stay connected to like this goodwill feeling, you know? No, definitely. You could call it the spirit. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't have any problems calling it the spirit. Yeah. But uh, let's see here. Uh, don't go to sleep angry. I don't know if that's really part of the steps for me in terms of that, because sometimes I go to bed mad and I, I, I hate going to bed mad, but- yeah. It, it it just happens for me. I can't sleep. I sit there. I go over the events and I I I, t- I tear them apart. I start tearing myself apart. I completely agree with that. I I think that's uh, good to hear because uh, I can never go to sleep actually mad. I, I just kind of stay up and 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 like have like weird fights by myself. Uh, <laughs> no, it's so weird. Like I actually have arguments with people that aren't even there. And like, oh, this is what I would have said. And like, this is how I would respond to this. And then I keep it for later. I'm like, oh, that's fucking good. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. and then if it ever happens again, you've already forgotten about it. Yeah, and exactly. It's a waste. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's you know, you're, you can spend your time much better before you go to bed, yeah. reading a book. Or Meanwhile, I, I should really be fucking asleep at three in the morning. Yeah, dude. It always happens. Yeah. It always happens when I have something yeah. to do the next morning. I know. Early. Like go to work or yeah, something. It's like, oh, it's terrible. Dude. And then, oh. uh, number four on this list is switch the focus from blaming others to understanding yourself. And I thought this was a really powerful yeah. one. Dude, um, that's, yeah, that's one of my, that's three of my stories, actually, but yeah. Oh, no way. Yeah. Uh, re- whenever you're upset over the context of others, take the focus off of you, off those you're holding responsible for your inner distress, and then shift to your mental energy, allowing yourself to be whatever you're feeling. Um, and I, I, it sounds so simple to just do that. But this part here that says allowing yourself to be whatever you're feeling, just it sounds so cloudy to me. Um, Yeah, it it means. What do you think about that? Processing your feelings. It means allowing yourself to feel. If you try and convince yourself to 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 not be angry, to just be happy, I think you're burying. You're gonna bury that emotion down and that and that whatever happens down. And it's it's Mm -hmm. basically doing push-ups, waiting for you to get invulnerable or weak again so we can boom jump out and attack like like, like like not forgiving my partner for for lying for you know whatever you know if i just tell myself to you know if i just stop myself and turn it off 
and don't forgive. I'm going to use it as an ammunition for a fight. Ammunition, yeah, and then resentment, exactly. Yeah. And I, th I think that's such a valuable point too, Sean, is, uh, is what you just noticed, how I could use this as a tool of retaliation, or I could just understand myself and understand what I'm feeling and then become a better person out of it. Yeah. So internalizing it or, you know, sending out word vomit, it's really dependent on, on, on you really yep. on how you're doing. Yep. Um, I, I see like, tell yourself that you are willing to freely express your emotions without calling them wrong. Ooh, how many times have I done that? Calling my emotions wrong. Yeah. 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 Like every time I'm angry, I'm like, you know, I, I, you know, it's probably wrong for me to be angry right now. And, you know, sometimes it's okay to be angry. Sometimes, you know, if, if you stub your toe and you, you, you stub your toe and you kick the dog by mistake, you know, oh, yeah. you know, sometimes it's okay to be a little angry at yourself, but yeah. telling yourself that it's not real again, you're just going to bury it. You're going to bury it. And it's going to come back and bite you in the ass fucking later. And then ultimately, as you were just talking about, which we would call taking responsibility of yourself and how you respond to anything or anyone, you're aligning yourself with the beautiful dance of life, you know? And this is what we call living on life's terms, ladies and gentlemen, and, uh, and, and, and being responsible for your own wake through that river of life. Yeah. I mean, can I go into some stories real quick? Please go right um, ahead. I mean, we're only on step five, but I, 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 I like, I, I, this, yeah. I, I, there's a lot of these things. So go right ahead if it ties uh, right in. So like for here, so for me like to, again, like the fact this is, a, this is a big, really or less kind of forgiving myself, but I've made choices in the past um, that have hurt me, especially in 2020, mm -hmm. um, like my insurance fiasco, um, my not working on my credit score and not kind of work, thinking about it at all and yeah. kind of not worrying about my taxes. Yeah. Um, these things all came back to bite me in the ass. It's done that to me too recently. I was angry at society, mm -hmm. the system. I was angry at the mm -hmm. companies. I, I attacked U-Haul uh, in, a, in, a, in a vicious <laughs> fucking email because they were like skyrocketing their price. This is mid-pandemic. Mid they were skyrocketing uh -huh. their prices to, to rent a truck. And dude, I, I, I took it out on, my, on the, the customer service person. Like he's, oh. not, he's not the one making any of the prices, but I, because I, I didn't let it go and, and you know, forgive the company for making these prices, um, I, I started to act out at people. And that goes for uh, the mm. Instacart fiasco where somebody, you know, kind of, kind of wasn't doing their job. Uh, I had a background check done to me. They found something from like seven years ago that ended up being a disorderly person's offense that you don't You all did this? Uh, yeah. No, no, uh, Instacart. Um, Instacart did that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, I attacked Instacart's security and trust team. I sent mm -hmm. some really mean emails. I was, I was cursing. I was being kind of abrupt and telling them that they, they were horrible at their jobs. When in reality, it was a, it's, it's a, it's a easy, simple mistake that if anyone with, you know, that went back and, and reviewed the process would be like, Oh, we didn't have to go down this route, obviously. Cause I, 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 John, I don't know if you know, a disorderly person's offense is basically 
from where, from where we're from, yeah, it's basically a money making scheme. It's how it's how uh, it's how the, the court can make money, and you don't have really anything that, that's held against you. Um, disorderly persons can be just being drunk in public, um, yeah. jaywalking, uh, anything like that, talking back to a cop. You know things that don't really matter. I'm sorry. Wait, you can get a you get a ticket for doing that? Like you get a ticket for talking back to a cop? Hell yeah, dude! Hell yeah! It's not gonna happen in cities most likely, but in small town America, small white town America, yes. uh, Talking to a cop with any kind of attitude can be is they they can they'll take it to the court and they'll they'll make it disorderly persons and they'll make you pay their. $500 $500 fine and their, oh my their $40 safe neighborhood fund and another fund and this fund. Basically, you're just paying, you're just paying salaries at that point. Um, <laughs> so that's what happened to me. And uh, I was so angry and I blamed the system and everyone else except mm-hmm. myself. I was younger. I did a stupid thing. And I never forgave myself and I never forgave anyone else for what happened. And I use that as fuel for my anger fire. And it's amazing how long you can really fuel yourself up with that too. Dude, this, this, like, this event you can... happened like uh, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Like why the fuck? It's eight years ago. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, why the fuck? Why do I care? It's first of all, it's Instacart. It's not a good job. Right. And second of all, it's like I'm giving this event power now. It has power yes. over me. Yes, and exactly. And that's that, such a great point. Yeah. That it that is toxic. It's it's very toxic. And I, I I'm gonna actually reach out to to um U-Haul and the Instacart team. And I'm I'm just gonna send a sorry email, like, hey, I was heated, I was upset, I'm sorry, I treated you guys like this. Um, same goes for Spectrum, my internet provider. Mm. I got really heated <laughs> over not being able to view my bill. Right. Um, I, I went paperless and they, they, you know, it's a whole thing, but, um, and I, you know, I went on, I went on Yelp a couple times and I gave horrible reviews. Oh, uh, I, I gave I, a bad, I, I, I gave a, a bad glass door review at my, one of my old companies before yeah, I've done that. I did that on, mm-hmm. on Indeed a lot, like, and you know. Some of these companies need more accountability, and I do believe that, but they don't need me getting angry and telling other people why I'm angry and blaming the company for my anger. Like, it's not the company's fault. It's my fault, and I I need to forgive myself from these past uh, aggressions. Let go and move the fuck on, dude. Like, the taxes, my credit score... I'm 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 happy where I'm at now because I'm working on these things very slowly. And but it takes time I, and it takes a lot of energy yeah. and like you know diligence to like reset your 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 credit score or reset re- uh-huh. uh huh any of those things. And coincidentally, I have a uh, a uh, U-Haul story as well. We we <laughs> were just about to move uh, from Voorhees to uh, Philadelphia. And it was me and my girlfriend moving for the first time in together. So I thought I rented a U-Haul and I did for, for, for the time frame that it would take. I, we planned to move from Thursday into Sunday into our new place. So I was going to move myself, my girlfriend, and, and then move into our new place together. 
and I didn't realize that <laughs> U-Haul only has 24-hour rentals. You can't hold on for the car or for the truck. You have to return it and then have a new truck every single day. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's not going to fucking work. So I ended up having to, you know, after like a huge battle with this inside of like the U-Haul store with this rep saying, I'm sorry, sir, that's not how this is going to work. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take the car and start loading stuff in. And what I decided to do is I just held on to the U-Haul without them like being okay with it and they they were like sir you have to return this i'm like listen i'm moving and i need this truck and i'm going to keep it until this time frame i'm like well we're gonna charge you and i said that's okay because like i made this mistake it turned out to be you know like six hundred dollars of like late charge fees and like i had to pay for that mistake you know in in turn and i was so mad at u-haul for so long yeah right but it's not their fault. Like, you know, it was clearly mine. You know, I, I didn't I didn't read any of the like no. the things about like their policies or anything like that. I just assumed I was going to that was going to be how it worked. And uh, well, I, I made it work with my 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 will. And I really felt shitty for that for a long time. But, you know, the manager was like, oh, well, I guess you could do that. Like, <laughs> OK, yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, because you see that that what uh, twenty twenty nine uh, that nineteen ninety nine dollars on the side of the truck. You're like, oh, I can get it for that price. Yeah. Like, no, that's just for one day on an in town delivery or one thing. Yeah, not, that's like having it for like four not hours. Not a weekend. Not a weekend. No. Um, which is why I was upset with you, Hall, because when I wanted to take it for a week, they were like, it's gonna be sixteen hundred dollars, and I'm like, yeah, I thought it was closer. I, I thought it was gonna be closer to sixteen hundred dollars too. Uh, I was really worried that I was going to be like out of my budget to do so. I I, I don't think I'll ever like move myself again in that sense. I think that from now on, we'll just get like a moving company. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Um, Especially. Yeah. You learn from your mistakes and you, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you for, you know, and and that's it. You got to let go. I'd rather just save up for it. Honestly. I I, I found this awesome article on psychologytoday.com. Mm-hmm. And for everyone that's been coming back and listening and for you, John, I, I've been finding a lot of good topics on. I, I really like that. psychology.com. Like I always thought like they're reputable. I always thought that, you know, even when I was doing like papers and things, like I always use psychology.com for like uh, my stuff. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm not sure who wrote this to give a uh, credit to whoever, whoever wrote it. Uh, I can't find the article like that, but um, it says right here, how do I overcome resentment? question mark and because a lot of these websites and videos tell you what the benefits of of it are and john Mm -hmm. i think we we mentioned this earlier like i only know how to do it for myself um and i don't want to be up here telling people how to do it because everyone's different and everyone has their own process but this is a really cool bullet points of what to do um how do i overcome resentment resentment can sometimes linger for years even if we believe that we've moved on or forgotten about it. To release resentment, reflect on why the person may have committed the offense or you know, sit down with the pain, which, which I think you mentioned, um, mm-hmm. feeling, and try to forgive the other person because forgiveness can instill a sense of strength that overpowers the bitterness. So yep. I think that ties into, what was it, number five that you read? What, 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 
We, we were at number five when I last time I checked. Hold on. Uh, uh, avoiding telling people what to do. No. Sw switch the focus from blaming others to understanding yourself. That yep. was number four. Boom, right there. That's how you let go of resentment. Boom. Boom. Uh, so what, what else is on that list? Keep going through them. I'm like, you want to keep going through? All right. I like so this list. Avoid telling people what to do is the, <gasps> next, is the next thing. And I always feel like it's really hard for me to avoid doing this, whether intentionally or unintentionally. Oh. I, I feel like avoiding, it says here, avoiding thoughts and activities that involve telling people who are perfectly capable of making their own choices <laughs> what to do. I was oh. like, damn, a little oh. sassy in that comment. But you know what? Kind of right. It's Hunt uh, John, work in a restaurant. I want you to work in a restaurant oh. for, for one shift. I couldn't um, do it. Dude, I, I am that person who tells people what to do and how to do it. And mm -hmm. my boss was that person. Uh, and I've also worked with people that have been like that. And I would hate that person so much for telling me. I know. Telling you know, me what to do. I, you know, I, 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 I always had a problem with that too. I was doing yeah. the same goddamn thing. And I needed to hear that today, John. This is why we're here. This is why we're here this amongst friends. That's right. I needed to amongst hear that. friends, we hear what we need to hear sometimes. Ugh. Sometimes we hear a message. And keep sometimes going. that message Keep going. Hallelujah. Keep going. Hallelujah. Uh, where are we at? Avoiding people what to do. Okay, so this is always true. Blah, blah, blah. Here we go. Step six. Uh, learn to let go and be like water. Wow. Ooh, I've heard that. I've heard that before, actually. Like um, water? Yeah, what's water mean, you know? It means that you're easy to flow and you're just kind of going with it. You know, not 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 rapids. You know, this isn't going over the waterfall and, and the, you know, the hard part's over, over. Go with the flow. Like float like a leaf down the river of life, mm. you know? Wow. Poetic. Um, so, yeah, that's, yeah. Perfect. Rather than attempting to dominate your forceful, dominate with your forcefulness, be like water. Flow everywhere there's an opening. Soften your hard edges by being more tolerant of contrary opinions. Interfere less and substitute listening for directing and telling. Yes. Powerful. Yes. Moving on. Uh, taking responsibility for your part, that's, um, you know, something we've been talking about a little bit is uh, being responsible for your own actions, owning your own wake. Uh, removing uh, blame means never assigning your not ever assigning responsibility to anyone else for what you're experiencing. Ooh. Yep. Yep. Um, I do that all the time, uh, especially with my family, and again with my partner. Um, you know, and I I I blame other people, and it's mm. it's it's a lot easier to point the finger at other people than to. it is pointing it at as putting it at yourself too you know go back to the youtube comments it's so much easier to point the finger at someone who's stealing your package but you don't know why that person stole your package they could be struggling themselves with money and without you know and with family issues and they could be struggling just to get by they're struggling with with their own depression and sometimes uh you know psychosis and drug psychosis mm -hmm. um it's so believe me i don't think anybody taking packages I know it sucks, but it sucks. I don't think anybody that's taking packages it really wants to take your packages because you know no, they, they, if they had their own money, I'm sure they would buy it themselves. And and you know, and yeah, again, like it sucks. There's no excuse for it, but there is a reason why it's happening. It's not mm -hmm. just I'm not it's not I'm not just walking by a door and go, oh, that's a nice package. You know what? 
I'm a nice person, but I'm going to take that package. No, you got other issues that you aren't letting go of and you're not working through that makes you do crazy things. I've done some crazy fucking things and I don't think anyone should be blamed or, or sought out vengeance against because of these, of these acts. You know, it makes me also think about um, 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 why we have to retaliate about like against these people. Uh, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I, I really, I, I hear in this like, doesn't doesn't like Amazon or UPS, FedEx, don't they like refund the the Amazon customer does. anyway? Amazon, Amazon does. Um, like if somebody takes your Amazon package. And you tell Amazon like somebody took my fucking package. Yeah, like Amazon's not going to tell you too bad. Like you got to yeah, pay for it. Again. They're not going to do that. They're going to refund yeah. your account or give you they're a gift card. Refund you. Even if you reach out a uh, week, we had a, we had a package stolen in Florida, mm-hmm. and we reached out to the company, and they were like, "I'm so sorry that happened. We're going to send you a new one, um, and you have, and we're going to make sure you have to sign off to receive it." Yeah. We didn't go after our neighbors. We didn't. We didn't knock on doors and try and get even. No. My neighbors no, down there were poor and they were struggling. We're and not they, playing Liam Neeson, okay? We're, yeah, we're, we're and, trying. <laughs> we're, I will find you and I will, I will find kill you. you. <laughs> and I will take my Amazon package back with me. Yeah, like, no, nothing's worth it, man. Even if it's a box of gold, it's mm-hmm. material shit, dude. Stop. Stop. Um, anyway, keep going, John. What's next? All right. I think we talked about our take responsibility for your part that's what we just went over uh let go of resentments yeah uh what causes annoyance and anger after a dispute the generic response would be a laundry list detailing why the other person was wrong and how illogically and unreasonably they behaved including with something like i have a right to be upset with you yes i always justify my anger that way like yes well it i mean i mean i was I was made fun of. This person just made fun of me. I have the right to be angry. God damn right. it. I have the right to retaliate too. Yeah, dude. Wow. To defend my honor. You know, <laughs> and that's like, uh, that's where my head goes. I get into this weird self-righteous mood where I have to like now respond with my my vengeance, if you ego, will. Ego, dude. Ego. Ego. Um, I just mm. picked up a book. Um, well, um, actually, my partner had this book. I'm not going to take responsibility for picking it up. But the power of now. I don't know. The, I've heard really good things backwards. about this book, is, but is I'm, I'm not. I'm not even kidding. My dad. My dad told me to read this book. Yeah, Eckhart Tolle is a spiritual uh-huh. kind of guru guy. He's not looking for your. He's. I mean, yeah, he sold. He sold a book, but he's not trying to sell you a twelve-step plan, or he's not trying to sell you a cure. One one shoe size fits all. Mm-hmm. This is actually a how-to guide of turning your brain into living seriously in the moment and it wow. goes, into, goes into ego and it goes into you know I, I, I haven't read too much of it yet but what i have read is fucking amazing and it's it's like an aha moment every other every other line i love books like that i love when every book is like oh man like i just relate to so much of like what this sentence just like radiates like the yeah. power of goodness through it Dude, and it's not it's not trying to sell you hey uh meet me at this at this uh at this conference in florida and i'll give you the 10 steps that you need 
to become successful, you know, because there's a lot of toxic people out there that are peddling self-help. Mm. And that is a you, weird you, rabbit hole to go down to. I, you I, know, my, my favorite, my favorite brand of that is, did you ever watch the Malibu commercials? Yeah, dude. I oh. loved, I loved the concept of the Malibu commercials. <laughs> I thought they were, the, they, it was like watching somebody just lavishly just shit on all sorts of types of recovery. And, and he was like, he's like, this isn't a 12 step program. It works. And he smiles like this, like, slimy, eerie smile. And now I I'm not. And, oh my God, that's so it, too. It was Praxis. Like uh, Praxis was his name. Uh, yeah, What's dude. What's that? Uh, his last name what was, was his Praxis. name? Praxis? Praxis? I don't know. Oh I don't God. know. I, I, hope, I hope he's still healthy and I hope he's not addicted anymore. Um, but I have. I don't heard, think he. Uh, I mean, I have heard some good stories come out of that place. I've yeah. never experienced it. I don't, I don't think I personally know anybody. So it's, it's all word of mouth and kind of like secondhand down stories or hand me down stories. So, you know, if it's a positive message and a positive story, that's cool. You know, share that. But don't try and sell me a $500,000 retreat trying right. to promise a cure for my ailments because it's, there's no cure it's just how you deal with it, handle it through the remainder of your life. Mm -hmm. And again, that's, you know, I, I, I think a lot of it's in, in this book, The Power of Now. I'm really going to have to check that out because like that's the second time it's been recommended to me. Yeah. Um, and you can, you, know, you can find Eckhart Tolle on YouTube as well. He's got, really? he, has, he has a channel. He's got a whole bunch of videos. He actually has a video on, on, on forgiveness. Um, so if anybody wants to check that out, I'll put the link in the uh, description into the bio mm. and uh i you know i want i want you to make your own decisions and choices on how you feel about it I, i'm not going to say it's a, again it's a one size fits all it's really the amount of work you're willing to put into it and you have to put work into it if you're just sitting around waiting to feel better waiting for things to change it doesn't happen by My itself. Whole 2020, dude, I sat around waiting for things to get better, waiting for right. change, and it just led me down that fucking rabbit hole. And I don't think you're the only one that felt like that either. I think that a lot of people have been waiting for something to change, but you know, it doesn't start until you make the change, which is, I think, the really funny part about it. And it snowballs. You'll start to see change happen throughout your entire life as soon as you begin the process of change. No, you're dead. And nobody's going to do it for you. Nobody's yeah. going to make that, you know, make you cross that line in the sand if you don't want to. And, but, yeah. Oh, sorry. What? And I, I just, I just think that it's, it's always been like that. Um, um, and I've been doing things and so Sean, so have you, you know, I've been doing counseling. I've been doing things to like better myself. Like I wanted to start like, you know, being more mindful about my, how my actions are. And I've been really starting to feel the the sense of healing going on. Yes, um, yes, I can agree. And that that brings us to like you know what what we can do instead, which is uh, number nine on the list is be kind instead of be right. Powerful, you know, kindness goes a long way in this sense. In the Chinese ver proverb is, uh, you know, if you're going to pursue revenge, you better dig two graves. No. Wow. Here you go. Uh, revenge is, I mean, watching that documentary, 
I don't think mm-hmm. anyone who who wished the death on someone else is ever going to recover until they forgive and let go. But at that point, you already killed the person, so you can't right. forgive them. You can't let them know you forgave them. I forget um, who it was, but somebody was killed by a, by a, a kid, and the grandfather was in the courtroom in full tears, crying, saying, you know, it's okay, I forgive you for what you took away from me. I forgive you for your actions. And he was crying. And that was wow. like the most godly thing I've ever seen. This this man struggled so hard just to forgive and let go because he knew if he took that with him, it's going to rub off on his family. It's going to rub off on his neighbors. It's like every dad coming back from Vietnam or you know, not every dad, but coming back from a, you know, a war, a war that not you didn't necessarily want to be in. And if, you know, they, a lot of soldiers did not forgive themselves. And, True. you know, I, I, again, I had never been in battle or I'd never been in the military or air force or anything. So uh, this is coming from what I've seen, but uh, what, you know, if, if you don't forgive yourself for that action, you know, it's that you can take it out in your kids and your, you know, your kids then carry that over mm-hmm. and, and they carry that forever. And, and it, it could be a generational thing. It can, because if you have a whole generation that goes off to war and comes back and it doesn't forgive and move on, they're going to hold on to that resentment and look at, look at the state of our country right now. We have people that are so hateful towards immigrants and so hateful towards, you know, um, uh, you know, different political views like, you know, or the government. This isn't, this didn't happen overnight. This happened 50 years ago. And this is what it. This is what damage it does. The Trump administration didn't make up all these problems. It was the. It was what the pro. The problem made the Trump administration. It made these people. It's a generational yeah, I, thing, you know. And I think I think that the the, the Trump administration really. They, they they developed the brand, if you will. They yeah. they you know the Kool Aid for 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 anybody that's paying attention, you know and. The, I think that the, the the American people or like the Republican people, um, they drank it. Yeah. And you you see such a divide in that house right now, um, and, and and it's weird. It's like it's not against like a divide between Republican or Democratic anymore. Right. It's wrong. a, a yeah. it, it, it's a it's a divide between you know uh, the, the 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 Trump administration and then the Republican Party, which I found so weird and. And I don't think that it's ever going to really be the same anymore. No, I mean, uh, I, I don't think it's, I, don't, I honestly don't think it's been the same since Eisenhower left office. Um, Eisenhower. Yeah, Eisenhower, dude, back in uh, what, 50, 54? Right after, the, after, right after World War II? Um, oh, well, he wasn't, I don't think he was the president right after World War II. Um, oh, it was Roosevelt, and then who was it after Roosevelt? Uh, I think Truman, uh, oh, Truman. I think Roosevelt died on his fourth term. And Truman, his fourth term? Yeah, and Truman took over, I think. Really? Yeah, Roosevelt. Yeah, he. he I had, didn't know he. He they made he, a law. They made a law against how many terms a president can have because Roosevelt took four, and he could have kept going if he didn't die. He could have kept going for ten, like that, like uh, Vladimir Putin. They don't have that law in Russia, so he can keep getting reelected every time. And again, really? Putin is a sense of security for a lot of Russians. He's a sense of security. Because they only know what he, they only know life of what he's been in. And they, 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 
you know, they didn't like what happened with the Soviet Union. Again, I'm not a Russian. I'm sorry if I'm fucking this up. No, no, but, yeah, um, yeah. but don't don't take this personally if you're Russian yeah, listening to this. Um, <laughs> when Stalin died, uh, people were scared because at least with Stalin alive, they thought nobody would come in and fuck with them. And I know a lot of Russians. Um, I, I know, I think I know a couple of Russians I've talked to who've moved mm-hmm. moved here, and uh, some Ukrainians who. Uh, the Iron Curtain and and some of their it was just you know what to expect, so they knew they would they they knew nothing really bad would happen to them. And, I mean, it ended up falling apart in Ukraine uh, horribly because they got um, half their country got like fucking annexed or whatever. And that's a whole right. rabbit hole of information that I do not know, so I'm not going to dip my hands into that. We should really dive into that one of these days, though. Yeah. We should like yeah. like go into like some of the conspiracy stories. I think, um, I think after after our, our self help series here, uh, yeah, we, we should I, really go into something. Yeah, like that. I'm down. I think our next episode should be something like that. Uh, you know, you we'll think start, so? We'll start easy. I think. Um, yeah. I want to go into like you know a lot of the books I've been reading and a lot of um, the philosophy I picked up on and a lot of uh, mm-hmm. movies that I've been watching. Like I, I don't know if you know the, about the movie. Um, uh, Tenant, 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 Tenant. Yeah, it just came out. It's the new Christopher Nolan film. No, was it good? Did you watch it? I know that you're 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 a big movie guy. Yeah, this movie is the same director that did Inception. He did Interstellar, the Batman trilogy. God, I showed I showed my partner Interstellar a couple of weeks ago. And it, it 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 blew her noggin a little bit. It's like one of my favorite movies. I love that movie Even too. Yeah, it's, it's kind of silly at points. It is kind of silly, but you know what? There's a couple loopholes, but I love it. I fucking love, love it. it. Love the concept. Love the movie. Love uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, dude, right? He's great. In it. Yeah. Uh, all right, acting, all right. The acting is stellar. That's that's what. And good acting. The story mm-hmm. is paced uh, well enough to where you don't feel like you're getting. You don't yep. feel like you're, you're getting overwhelmed. Now his new film. It deals with like people moving forward and backwards in time, and it, it, they talk so quickly. You quickly forget who's who, what they're doing, who they're fighting, and why they're fighting. Uh, but at least the action scenes were, were shot so well, it kind of made up for it. So, really? Yeah, it's a very. Right. Confusing I, I, movie. I'll give it a shot. I mean, you know, it, it's it's on the list. I got a couple of list movies that I. Uh, that I want to pick up on, you know. Uh, give me a couple. Um, what do you think? You want a couple? All right. So no, 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 the first no. one is, the first one is a uh, uh, Hellraiser. I'm gonna watch Hellraiser yeah. with uh, with Pinhead. I've never yeah. seen it. I'm excited to watch it with the Dude. Cenobites. Yep. Uh, 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 Aliens two. I'm gonna watch Alien two. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's the James Cameron uh, Alien. Uh, the first one was Ridley Scott. The second one. Was yeah, Ridley James Scott. Cameron. I didn't know it was James Cameron in the second one. The third one was David, was David Fincher. You have the really? three of the best directors of their time making each Alien movie. Um, why did they have? I thought Ridley Scott was like the original guy in terms of that, though. Why yeah, did they? I, why did they go to different directors? One, uh, he produced the other ones. Uh, they, w- the studio controls uh, the the franchise. So, so Warner Brothers. Yeah, so I, I think it's Warner Brothers. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, I think but, it's Warner um, Brothers. But yeah, they 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 okay the the, the screenplays. And then they offered mm. it to directors. I think Ridley Scott was doing a different movie at that time, so they offered. Oh, really? It to, they offered it to James Cameron, who um, I who, who did the uh, the Terminator film. And yeah, that was I'm excited a, to watch Aliens too because yeah. I love Alien. I, I, Aliens, Aliens is 
it's great. The first three Alien films are phenomenal. The, the last yeah. one is gave David Fincher. Uh, he made the movie Fight Club in seven. He's one of my uh-huh. favorite directors of all time. He's, uh, I love all of them. I love all of his directors. Yeah. Excellent guys. Um, what else do I got? I got uh, uh, Batman, uh, uh, Batman 1989, Batman. Uh, yeah, we're going to watch Michael uh, Keaton Batman. Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with uh, Tim Burton. Tim Burton's too. Batman. Mm-hmm. Yes, watch, watch both that- of those. Do you think I could just get away with just watching one of them? Can I just watch the second one and call it a day? Yeah, they, they don't really. Yeah, they don't really. Okay. They don't, yeah, they're because like, I heard Batman Two is probably better if I was going to like pay attention and put time and energy into it. They're both good. All right. You think they're so? Both good. Okay. Batman Two is a little bit more Tim Burton esque with the. Characters. I like the Tim Burton esque. Yeah. yeah, I love Tim Burton, dude. I I love yeah. all of this stuff except uh, Alice in Wonderland. But um, yeah. Uh, and then I'm trying to think if there was another one that was on our list um for me personally uh idiocracy was on my list i I always wanted to watch idiocracy because i thought it was so appropriate so so appropriate for like how we are right now in in in, uh in our in our time and age um it really feels like the dumbing down of the nation (laughs) no seriously um you know you got kids that can't go to school i heard on the news recently on i I believe it was on cnn if i'm not mistaken uh that uh their schools are really planning to stay open throughout the summer this year due to how much time was lost in the classroom yeah yeah all the all the schools around here are remote learning right now remote learning they are going to have classes that go into the summertime yeah which it's a i don't i don't know i don't know how to handle that shit i don't know how i i I think I'm really thankful that I'm not a kid during this time because I think that students right now yeah. um, is, is truly like traumatizing, difficult, I mean, boring, no. uh, all those things. And I don't know how uh, I, I don't know how parents are doing it right now with their kids being in that position. Yeah, I mean, you know how 9-11 kind of shaped shaped us. Yes, I do remember this is that. This going to shape an entire generation. Entire I think so too. Yeah, uh, Generation Z or X, whatever they are right now. Um, Generation Z, I believe they're in. Yeah, dude, they are. They're gonna be, I think, much better equipped for adulthood than you and me were, for example. I think. You think so? Be, yes, I know so. I have so much faith in this next generation. I'm not gonna be that guy who hates the generation below me. You know, I'm, no, not I'm gonna, gonna like the. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna accept the Gen Zs. Yeah. And 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 bring them into uh, adulthood. Yeah, and I think they're going to be the ones that are going to change this world for the better. Because, mm-hmm. John, our our age group, we're on the brink. We're a lot more progressive thinking. We're a lot more, um, you know, thinking for the people than personal interests. And I, I do think we are going to be the, the people to help influence the change, but they are going to be the ones to actually practice the change. And that goes for like here, I, I, I saw this awesome article, and again, I apologize for not writing it down, but um, about the violence in movies today. And like in the 80s, we're, or in the 90s, when you and me grew up, um, there was like, you know, big, strong, shirtless men, guns oh, everywhere. The Rock, yeah. Um, uh, Bruce Willis in like, there. Yeah, mm-hmm. Bruce Willis, Mel Gibson. Uh, Mel Gibson. You, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, all these people. Yep. Oh, how could I forget Arnold? But think about this. Those those guys were they were mass murderers, because John McClane, when he's got stuck in that in that tower in Die Hard, you know yes he's killing terrorists but he's killing people 
and his body counts like at 20 by the time it's over like i never even realized i never even counted you probably see jail time like um uh, <laughs> have you ever seen um uh, what's it called uh lethal weapon yeah yeah dude Riggs, um uh, mel gibson's character yeah how many people does he not cop. like he he's unstable he's he has some bipolar issues he's depressed he's suicidal somehow they still gave him a gun and tell him to go save the fucking day now oh, wow. I, the article um i read uh was that movies are going to get less violent because we don't glorify the death anymore like i watched a movie the other day on netflix and it was about these like four soldiers who like were immortal and they were like every time they got into a fight it was for the betterment of the world but they killed so many people doing it and the ends do, did not justify the means in this movie but the movie pretended that it that this that, you know there these people are, are trying to save the world but it's like no you killed people that had families and to had you know loved ones that are no longer going to see them because you blew their fucking head off like mm-hmm. the amount of violence in newer movies is hard for me to watch because I know now how violent our society can really be and how we don't, how we wouldn't stand for that in reality, you know? You know, it, it makes me think about like how uh, we would think about Grand Theft Auto yep. as kids. Yep. Perfect, perfect, perfect example, yep. <clears throat> Grand Theft Auto, it was like the big, I, I remember Grand Theft Auto 3 in eighth grade being like the, most difficult thing for people to like uh, hang on i'm sorry i just got like disconnected from my headphones <laughs> no you're right um uh, but it, grand theft auto was like the, the the major talk of the town you know should should my kid be allowed to play grand theft auto because like they're too young and they have the rated m for maturity i think that that rated m maturity and like those those things are really valuable because like they, they can do. I don't know I don't know if I can like really say like for my like if I had like a five-year-old kid and you know he started to play like Halo or something like that I don't know if I would let him play Halo yeah. I don't think I would do it because yeah, I don't right. realize that you know killing people is such an easy you know no, you're right. unrewarding or a rewarding thing like you don't like progress through life trying to like kill people that no, doesn't like, make sense I don't think controlling anything by the means of the government controlling is going to make anything easier i think that that that's a negative in fact it's up to you john as a parent to explain why it's wrong and you know a a kid's why it's wrong yeah kids are sponges towards their parents and if they like my dad watched all those violent movies so i watched all those violent movies and i grew up thinking these movies i know i know they're just movies but it's Mm -hmm. okay to root for the good guy and kill the bad guy. I was, the, the society that I grew up in told me that vengeance was the right thing to do because you're good and don't question anything else. So I think games do that a lot. I mean, like, Hale is a great example. A lot of those, um, like I forget their names, a lot of the little alien guys in the first one, you know, they have personalities. Oh, the, the grunts? Yeah, they have personalities. I think they were called the grunts. They have names. I'm sure they have some kind of family structure somewhere and they're, they're not even on your, pl- I mean, I think they destroyed a ship or something to ignite the first game, but right. it's just too, it's something like, um, it's like Ender's game. Um, you're just killing people for the sake of killing people 
to win. Mm. Like, and that that kind of sets up the um, it, that sets up the 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 okayness to, to, <clears throat> to people in real life. I think, you know. You know I what I always appreciated in, in, in games like that, though, is like Fallout. Fallout really made you choose if you wanted to, like, you know, do, like, that kind of stuff. You know, I, I felt like there was always a consequence for, like, you know, just rampaging through the game. Got Skyrim, remember Skyrim? Skyrim, you know, yeah, too, yeah. You got in trouble for hurting people. You know, you got in trouble for hurting yeah. town folks. You know, go yeah. out and kill the bears. Go out and kill the dragons. But even right. that, like, like I, I was playing on one of the Final Fantasies, and I think it was Final Fantasy twelve, and you you are given this this hunter list, and the hunter list, you're supposed to go out into the world and find the one species that is special and kill it, and then take it back, <laughs> as a, take it back as a trophy. Like, you mean there's only one of these creatures in the world, and you're gonna yeah. kill it? Like, oh my god, I always think about it. like, you ever did you, you ever watch Hellboy? Yes, of course. Hellboy two, like when when he fights the the uh, yeah, the dude. elemental, he feels oh bad about it. And he feels awful for killing it. Like, and he, you're right. Like, it's like it's never. The world's never gonna see something like that again. Princess, and do you Princess, kill it? Princess Mononoke. Remember that? Remember Princess Mononoke? You know what, dude? I sh- I really have to put that on the list to watch because I've never oh, seen Princess Mononoke. Do it. The same thing happens. Um, I don't want to spoil it for you. Okay. It's been, it's been 30 years. You should watch it by now. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, seriously, uh, that's perfect. I think. Yeah, I think um, we'll start breaking off of the um, of the self yeah, topic. We have we have so many good things that we can like really go into with this. Like you know, I I just want like the reason that we did these things for for the past couple of, of weeks. I think was for you and me sean you know we were talking about things um that that we required our attention or required us to reevaluate and you know forgiveness is part of that part of that that list of uh the five fingers turning into a fist yeah you know in order for us to move forward and punch through our day forgiveness is going to be a real big part of that yeah and i think we can we can always tie those episodes into everything we're going to do yeah. in the future to show you, to show everyone and you and me the steps that we're doing. Like I'm still meditating when my shoulder gets more healed. I'm, I'm going to go back into full body workouts, especially after my physical therapy. Cause I'm, I'm going to do this the mm-hmm. right way this time. Uh, and you know, lead by example. I want to lead by example. You and me aren't, we're not celebrities. We're not, in no. it, we're not, we're not in this for money, you know? Although I'll gladly take some donations to help keep this shit floating. But <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to make a profit. I'm here to make people I'm happy. I'm here to be a yeah. friend, dude. Like and, yeah, amongst friends and, and, you know, and, and, and be a, uh, a, a reputable host and a, uh, an entertainer through this, this time and age that we are currently living through. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, looking at like this is going to be one of the last few episodes uh maybe second to last for the the uh year of 2020 and uh you know it's been quite a year for all of us you know um reaching out and 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 you know to our viewers to our listeners personally just want to say thank you again for uh being in our corner and uh knowing full well that you're also part of our corner uh reach out please you know and it's okay you know during these things like we have to 
embrace these dark times and 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 do like the camaraderie of like a sinking ship you know we're gonna survive this yes yes we you can know? we can all help each other and you know, sometimes we're gonna have to pay some waters you know but we're gonna survive this time and uh we're gonna see a, a, a different normalcy i mean we don't know what's gonna happen but you know what the ability to continue to foster hope is so important you know and don't lose it guys you know yeah. don't lose hope yeah uh please reach out with any questions comments concerns um i would love to i would love to to hear back and i would love to be able to give my my two cents maybe in a more private manner or form um yeah. you know you can always reach out or i'm at uh we're at uh, af the podcast on instagram now um the yep. next and, same and is our email af the podcast at, at gmail.com gmail um really easy right. to remember really easy to find no more shiklack bullshit um, oh i like shiklack i'm, gonna, clack, clack, I'm clack. keeping that for, for personal personal use of course oh yeah naturally um, but uh yeah uh moving forward i want to start yeah i want to start growing this and i want to start having you know now that we got through the hard stuff i think yeah. that john uh, we can start having a lot more fucking fun. Yeah, a lot more fun, and I'll, you know, I'm thinking about having some guests on here. Like, yes, you know, yes. we'll, Actually, we'll, have, we'll have some. I have, I have two already lined up. You have guests? You yes. have guests lined up? Uh, not. We don't have any dates yet, but oh. uh, I have one friend in California right now who would love yeah. to talk to us. He's also a, he's also a YouTuber and uh, in a Snapchat, Instagram kind of person. Dude, love that idea. Yeah, let's um, totally get him on. He's from upstate New York, uh, and, and he would love to, to put his two cents in. Uh, John, I think we have another friend who um, is going to want to jump on here soon. And, we and do? Tell, and tell his story. Ooh. Uh, uh, yeah. A friend that we both know? Yes, of course. Yeah, I think we oh. have, I think I have two friends that we both know that, that want to jump on here. No way. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm excited to have him on. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not gonna drop names right now because I don't want to pressure. Yeah, not, not, no, yeah, we're not gonna do that yet. But we're, you know, I'm excited to know people. It's almost like a surprise, it's like a like a little personal <laughs> surprise for me. Yeah. So, uh, and again, if if anybody else wants to reach out and join the discussion, you know, Feel right, free to right, do so, you know, right know, now like, we're gonna start a Discord soon. So we're gonna start like a group chat yeah. soon. That's gonna, it's yeah. gonna meet probably on one of our days off that we can make happen uh, schedule wise. And uh, yeah, I mean, once people start sipping on the Kool-Aid, we can then start really implementing some right. some beneficial change. So, and it's all going to be Kool-Aid. No, no, no weird stuff in the in the Kool-Aid, guys. I promise. Yeah. Yes, I promise. Yeah. I promise. <laughs> no, but seriously, I, I'm coming over a lot of demons that I, I've been holding on to. Me too, and dude. Like, I, I got to tell you, like, we've been I've been working on some of these things with counseling, with like, uh, in, in counseling in private, and like talking about things and bringing these things to be more generalized more public more exposed i feel yes. like really good about it too. yeah I, I have a job that's in that's in retail uh, retail so i have the ability now to put these steps into practice with strangers yeah being wow completely happy being completely concerned and listening not mm -hmm. not like predetermining oh this person doesn't know what the fuck they're doing i'm gonna be angry or be rude right. or whatever so this is actually a great time for me to start putting these 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 tests to work so i'm excited i'm really excited for the future i, I love talking about uh, uh forgiveness today because yeah i did too dude know? i i we got a little off topic about things but you know in, in terms of that like it really hit home to talk about forgiving and forgiveness and um and how powerful yep. that acceptance, is to, to, acceptance, to change um, 
letting go. That's it, dude. Uh, let, let, go. Go, let go like God. Let it go. Let it go. I don't know how the song goes. Uh, but, no, but so. yeah. So With everyone, that, everyone, you know. No, what? Go go ahead, Sean. No, I was just gonna say, everyone, uh, if you're if you're listening, thank you. That's it. Thanks, guys. You know, and, uh, and and thank you for listening to uh, Amongst Friends today. You know, you had a lot of choices to pick through for all the podcasts, and you chose us. And uh, as uh, JC said, we appreciate that. And we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Peace.